0: Hello and welcome to the Walk & Lift Podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to talk about a new design coming out this Friday, which is crazy. Wow, that's so soon. Actually, it's coming out this Thursday, but that's just a podcast secret. We're also going to talk about our trip to California. Should we do the whole episode I think we should. We're going to talk about our trip to California and Kanye West. Here we go. Yellow. We have a new podcast <laughs> machine that we're recording into, and uh, it has some extra buttons, which I will take good use of. The crowd, oh my we're also recording in front of a live studio audience, and the crowd really like that joke. All right, guys, be quiet. So <laughs> it's just a funny joke that I wrote. Wow. Okay. I'm, wow. I'm, trying, I'm not going to try to go crazy with the buttons, but we do have a new podcast machine, um, which is really cool. If you have any questions about that, you can message us and I'll send you a link. Um, but I'm very excited about it. It also means that we're recording in our basement. Uh, yeah. We used to record at Dad's, at Brooks dad's studio, which was great, but coordinating childcare and all that kind of stuff is a little more challenging. So now we're going to be recording in our basement at 9 p.m. after the kids are in bed. Yeah. And uh, Can I ask a real question? Yeah.
1: Is the SD card in?
0: Yeah, it is okay. It wouldn't, one, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. There's
1: one sitting over there on the.
0: No, on that's the, the that's the like, adapter. Oh
1: my word! We're not recording into. No, anything. that's the adapter. Okay.
0: Do you see how she doesn't trust me? I do. Look, it's bright red. The recording button. I bright didn't
1: know red. that it couldn't, that it wouldn't record if it wasn't.
0: Girl, yeah. you don't notice, this Shaheen. <laughs> Anyways, we just got back from Huntington Beach, California. We so about a year ago, actually coming up on about exactly a year ago. We were invited. Brooke and I were invited to be a part of this group called the Influencer Inner Circle. Yeah, and it was a group of internet people who love Jesus. And Jefferson Bethke ran it with his former business partner Craig Gross, and they invited us to be a part of it. Which we kind of thought was—I don't know—we just felt like we didn't belong.
1: Well, it, it was actually more than a year ago because that's right. We first got the text that we were invited. Yep. When I was on voice rest,
0: yep, so which we, was
1: in the month of July. So July of 2018.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: Um, um, and I just remember it was so funny. Yeah, we're sitting we, on our bed. We had so many things to say to each other and I couldn't talk.
0: Jeff texts me this video that says, hey, you're invited to this thing. And Brooke and I are just <laughs> sitting there in silence like that long pause that I just just made. So uh, we went to the first meeting and the, first, the group met three times this year twice in Huntington Beach and once in Maui. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first meeting was in January, right? Yep, mid-January. And that was about a month after we would made the decision to stop selling T-shirts. So yeah. we went there and we kind of stood up in front of the group and they're like, tell us what you did. And everybody's like, I do this and I do this and I do this. And <laughs> everyone's like, books. I have a TV show. Yeah, I have a billion followers. And we're like, we're sort of unemployed. So we that, no I, yeah, the, I don't know why we got invited, but we're here. Um, so that's good. Um so so that was in January and then we went again in March and I remember actually May. In May is what I said. <laughs> crowd like that. All right guys, settle down. Um
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's just it's gonna be the worst. It's just
0: so good. Um and I can also preload sounds in there. So if you have any sounds ideas.
1: I have a lot of sounds yeah. ideas. Remember when June when she was little and she used to hear something loud? She would just cover her ears and look at you and go, sounds, <laughs>
0: that should sounds. Be I'm going to start recording audio of the girls so I can use some of those clips. And then I'm also going to think of all the office clips I can import. Anyways. <laughs> so we went back in May, still hadn't made the decision to sell t-shirts, t- still felt like
1: right. we, we were, we were starting to talk about it, right. talk about like we, well, we had had, at that point we had had the conversation of, Wow selling t-shirts is actually what we want to right. do. We just want to do it differently. We just did we just didn't know what that looked like. Yeah. Cause I remember talking to Kristen in the hallway about it.
0: But I remember leaving the last meeting, we went down to take the picture and, uh, in Maui mm-hmm. Yep. and my friend Glenn, who's known on the internet as belief, belief in fatherhood, great YouTube channel. He like, he's like so soulful and like caring and loving. And he has just like the this kindness about him. And we've really gotten along this year. Like we've yeah. met out, we've met a few times outside of the groups and he's like, how you doing, man? And like, you know, when someone asks you how you're doing that, you really care about and that, you know, really cares about you. And you're like, "I'm not okay." <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what happened on the way to take a group photo with a bunch of famous internet people in Maui. So that was my life for a little bit. And I was just feeling like overwhelmed and like, I didn't belong. And like everyone's, it felt like everyone's goals were different than mine, but not really. Like I just I just didn't feel like like most of the meeting was about like growing your team and having people do stuff for you and like all this stuff. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. I just want to simplify things. Yeah. Um, And not to say that people in the group didn't want to simplify things, they do. But it's it just like some people want to grow their business to be big things, which I think is great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I've learned about myself that that's not me. And I didn't really have the voice. I didn't really have the language to say that. And so I felt this like, not external pressure by anybody in the group, but internal pressure by myself from myself to like do what everyone else does because that's what you're supposed to do. And so leaving that meeting, I just felt like this overwhelmness of like, I don't want to do that, but I don't know how to explain what I want to do. And so that was in May. And then we just went back again. That's why we were in Southern California just for a couple of days. And that's, and Glenn same guy goes man you're like a totally different person <laughs> and i would honestly say that 2019 has been one of the most internally transformative years of my life where i've discovered more about who i am i understand myself a little bit better and i know what i like i know what god wants from me and i know that it's not what he wants from everybody like yeah my story and what I have to say is unique to me. And I don't have to be like some of these other people in the, in the room who are like super talented and super good at what they do. I mean, it's like the Roloffs who just wrote a New York times (laughs) bestselling book and Jeff Becky who's like writing all these books. And it's Trey Kennedy who like has like a quadrillion views on Facebook and all of his videos, like (laughs) legit super talented people, the Busby's who have quintuplets. You're like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I just have one kid that age and I'm tired Mm -hmm. and it's just like all these great people doing all these great things. And I, and I think early in the year, I felt this pressure. I was like, Oh, I need to take aspects of what they all do and be sort of like each of them. Yeah. And I think I've been learning through the year that like, no, God has given me a unique story and, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And so the trip to California was like super refreshing to me. Yeah.
1: Sort of like full circle. Yeah. It felt like
0: full circle and like, I felt confident that like when like one of the ladies got up to talk about like growing your team and I was like, this doesn't apply to me. I don't I'm want, okay I'm that. okay with that. Like yeah. where before yeah. I think I would have been like, "Oh, I feel like I need to go hire someone for no reason. And so it was super, it was super fun. We got to stay with a bunch of people in the same Airbnb, yeah. which was super fun. Got to eat fish tacos and tacos from Southern California, which like
1: was the best Pennsylvania.
0: Part. <laughs> I'm like ready to <laughs> get it together, get it together Lancaster. Open a good taco place.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: how did you enjoy the trip, my love?
1: Um, I thought it was it was great. I really did enjoy it. I, yeah, I would say it was um, kind of like, well, I just said it like full circle healing in a way. Not that not that there was anything like I wasn't healing myself from the group, and it, you know what I mean. Right. But just the like, group was amazing. Yes, like all positive things. Um, Yeah, it was good. I mean, back to you feeling that way. Like, I think something you have felt a lot of times in your life, and it might have even been Glenn who pointed it out, is like that, you know, that like imposter syndrome. Right. A feeling like... I feel like I don't belong. You feel like you don't belong. And that's something I've pointed out to you for years, even when we didn't know that it was Um, necessarily called that. Have you? (laughs) (laughs) I need to be closer to these buttons. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so I, I do feel like we had a confidence and a peace and honestly like if we had joined that group oh man uh six years ago seven years ago you know when we were legitimately and excited about growing a team and you know doing more and doing all these things like would have been would have been helpful then too because like what the, the information was amazing and the resources were fantastic but it it was interesting going into it and being like oh we've already done all this
0: and we don't. And we
1: just stopped.
0: <laughs> but at the beginning, I didn't know if we wanted to do it again in something different. Yes, like, that's so, true. Yeah. So that part was. That's what made it difficult for me those first two meetings was trying to understand like why do I feel this way about this stuff? Yeah. And like still being pumped for people who want to do that. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, like because yeah. I'm yeah. excited and and you know and, and my friend Jordan who's in the group he was like it's the the phrase that people kept using because we went around and kind of exp- like at the end we were like saying all these nice things about everybody which was super cool at
1: the end of this last trip the
0: last trip and and Jordan wasn't there but the night before when we were hanging out he was like it's just refreshing to watch what you and Brooke have chosen to do mm-hmm. and that's really encouraging to me because it has been an active choice and it it hasn't always been easy right we've been at points where like i don't like do we know what we're doing like our pet's heads are falling <laughs> off like we just <laughs> You know, and so... There, it, you
1: need to load that. Yeah. Our, Our bad times are, are falling off.
0: Um, So it was good and it was refreshing. And and I think one of my favorite things someone said uh, to us at the end was Kristen, um, who said, I saw you guys on the internet and then I met you in January and I met, you know, we, we spent some time together and you are who you are on the internet. And to me, that's the highest praise I think someone can say to me because yeah. I don't want to be someone I'm not. Um. You know, if I'm doing a character like Trey, does character videos, Mm -hmm. and so he's very strategically picking to be someone he's not in real life. Yes, and so like that doesn't bother me. But it's like when you meet someone who like preaches authenticity on the internet, and you're like, "Oh, you (laughs) are not that person." You know, that's yeah, that frustrates me personally. And so it was nice to hear those. So overall, the trip was great. We I feel like we've made lifelong friends, which is like. Very, really, very cool, encouraging and fun. I will tell one funny story though. So, Brooke, uh, when we're around new people or people that don't, <laughs> don't know me very well, I have this joke that I think is so funny. Brooke <laughs> might disagree, but it's like when someone brings it's up funny
1: a funny t- mu- in certain times, it's funny, and other times, I'm just like,
0: oh Stop, my gosh. stop, husband. <laughs> so, it's like We'll say we we're, were like hanging out in the Airbnb. Everybody's just chit chatting, talking. Yeah. And let's say the topic of, uh, well, Dennis Quaid came up the top Dennis Quaid, I guess Yes, get, we
1: were talking about some movie and somebody was like, who's the guy yeah. in that.
0: And so and they were
1: like, Oh, it's Dennis Quaid.
0: And so my joke is, Oh, Brooke loves Dennis Quaid. Like there's always like, <laughs> it could be random. Like we could be talking about like,
1: Oh, Brooke sh- loves cornbread. Yeah. Oh, right. strawberry
0: jelly. Brooke loves strawberry jelly, you know? And so everybody kind of turns and looks at Brooke and, it's such like I a, have
1: nothing to say about Cornbread or Dennis Quaid. Right.
0: But it's such like a, like, <laughs> th- there's no point for her to argue it because like, well, she, I don't mind Cornbread. I don't mind Dennis Quaid, but like, it's such I mean, a, I don't
1: love him, <laughs> but I don't... And then they did just watch me like... Blah, 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 blah.
0: <laughs> and so it actually became the joke of the weekend where like, even in the meeting, we were talking about podcasts and Audrey was like, oh, Brooke loves podcasts. <laughs> and the person teaching was like, oh, that's great. You know, like... And, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that
0: just makes my day, yes.
1: although Jake has a new idea for yeah. me to get back at you
0: yeah, so we met so Trey Kennedy brought his video guy, yeah. Jake, who might be our favorite person, might be my personal favorite person yeah. in this world, so yeah you know. uh,
1: I, I might believe that <laughs> um we just got along really well yeah, his idea is that in order to get back at TJ when we're in a group or whether we know these people right. or not. That I should say, like, so if something really random comes up. Like the like, Civil War. Sure. I should say, oh, you know who's an expert on the Civil War? <laughs> TJ, go TJ. ahead.
0: Ask him anything.
1: Ask him. Just, <laughs> he knows all the things. Just ask him anything. Um, although you'd be able to pull an answer out of your butt. <laughs> and I I can't. I get so, like, I'm just, I'm just sit there.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so, fun trip. Super <laughs> good times. Didn't
1: they, take the girls, which yeah. was delightful yeah
0: it was really nice traveling we were both in middle seats and it was the easiest flight we've ever been on
1: yeah we were in middle seats not even next to each other well, not even-
0: how would we be next to each- i guess there's rows of four right but
1: um yeah math <laughs> dj ever been on a plane
0: Brooke loves math
1: um oh my word <laughs> i will argue that i do not like math i'm so bad at it, and it's one of those like Use it or lose it. And yeah. I've lost it. Yeah, I lost it like my junior year we in lost high it. school. It's dead. It's gone.
0: It's dead. We've buried it. we buried it in the backyard next door to cats. Ooh, no. too soon. Um, so Trip was great. <laughs> too far. <laughs> too far. That should be another button. Yes. Nice. Yes. All right. Let me try this. There, there it is. All right. Too far. Um, <laughs> trip was great. We got home. Kanye West released an album. <laughs> We're going to get to the design, but I feel like we have to talk about this. Yeah. Kanye West releases a gospel album. The internet sort of explodes over it. Yeah. The Christian internet definitely explodes over it. Um, and I've listened to it a couple of times through Brooks sort of caught pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of, I'm sort of fascinated by, I, I'm not a huge hip hop guy. I'm not a huge rap guy. I know that might surprises you because I, I probably <laughs> ooze that sort of personality that I love rap, <laughs> um, but I don't. I like you know emo music, sad white guys singing yeah. about lost love. That's what I grew up with in high school, and I love it with my whole heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kanye's album is is good. I, you know, again, I'm not a hip-hop guy. I'm just fascinated by it from a Christian's perspective because, like, you know, one, the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm just, like, I'm fired up. Like, this is awesome. This is He's talking about Jesus and the love of Jesus and the love of Christ and, and God changing his life, and I love that. And I want that to be as real for Kanye West as it is for me, as it is for Brooke, as it yeah. is for my Family, like for everybody I know, I want it to be that real for Kanye. But what Christians will do, and this is what kind of frustrates me, is that we claim people. Mm -hmm. And not only, like everybody kind of does this in the world, but Christians do it especially like, oh, did you hear Chris Pratt is a Christian? Well, he's one of ours now. Like he's ours. And then, or Kanye West, now he's one of ours. He's one of ours. And then Kanye will be on some interview and he'll say a swear word. It'll slip out right and we will murder him for it yeah. we will think oh he's the worst person ever he's fallen out with the lord his life is terrible <laughs> like he's the worst no one yeah. lo- you know and like first of all as christians <laughs> we don't further from yeah we don't belong Jesus. to any we we belong to god We are sons and daughters of God, not of each other. And so we have to stop this mentality of like, is it real? Is it real? Oh, look, Kim posted a slutty photo. It must not be real. Like, (laughs) it's not even even Kanye. It's Kim. Like, we'll we'll go crazy like that, which is super frustrating for me. Instead, I feel like we should pray for him, and we should ask the Lord to just make it more and more real for him because that's what we do for other brothers and sisters in our lives. Someone gets an inkling that might not be a Christian that they're asking questions and we go, Mm. we go to battle for them and we fight for them in prayer and worship. And then it happens to a celebrity. And the second they slip up, we say, Oh, it's not real. We saw Justin Bieber's wiener on the internet. It can't be real. (laughs) Like, you know, and the beef's (laughs) wiener, the beef's wiener, another button. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. and so that that's just how i feel about it like yeah you know the music i think is good i'll probably listen to the album a few more times i really like the song god is mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go see the movie because apparently there's a movie too which i'm yeah not sure it's like at a concert i don't know but i think as christians we should try to probably stay away from like claiming celebrities as ours because one they're not ours And two, like, let's just go to battle for them and pray for them and make sure that it's real. Like, as far as influence goes, I don't know if there's anybody with more influence than Kanye West. Um, He came out with the ugliest shoes (laughs) in the history of time, and now everybody wears them. They're so ugly. (laughs) And people are like, they're Yeezys, got to have them. You Mm -hmm. know, like, he he started wearing vomit Colored tan everywhere. Mm, It's like
1: baby poop tan. Baby
0: poop tan. Kanye West made baby poop tan cool. Yeah. So let's all just pray for him that this is real (laughs) and that that same influence that glorified baby poop tan and the (laughs) ugliest shoes of all time, that influence will glorify the Lord and it will Mm -hmm. start a revival in Hollywood and the rap music industry. If there's any industry that needs a revival, it's... The movie music industry because yeah you go through iTunes and you just look at the album covers of like the top music mm. it's just trash like mm-hmm. it just it's horrible like I don't even want to scroll through it with any children around yeah because it's horrible anyway so that's just my little take on Kanye anything to add Brooke I'm talking a lot that's okay nope nope did you like any of the songs
1: I haven't listened to it enough to
0: to determine to tell you Brooks review TBD <laughs> All right.
1: Brooke's thoughts on most things. TBD. TBD.
0: Hey, babe, how you doing? I'm fine. I'll tell you tomorrow. Okay, cool. How are you doing right in this moment? I don't know. Okay, cool. Good Let talk. get back to you. All right. So now we're going to talk about the one of the designs, which you've probably seen, um, because we, re- we previewed all of them on our story. If you want to see all the designs, you can see the highlighted preview on our Instagram profile or scroll through our Instagrams now, because there's quite a few of them there. This one is by Janessa Waite. And... My favorite thing about this design is I started Walk in Love as uh, the idea was to remind myself as a follower of Jesus to be like Jesus. It was that simple. I want to walk in love every day. And so because of that, I need to look down and read, oh, it says Walk in Love. That's a good idea. You know, whether you're in the checkout or you're driving or, you know, just in regular life or with your kids driving you crazy, like, oh, I need to walk in love. Oh, I need to walk in love. Oh, I need to walk in love. So it always started as a reminder. So when I stumbled across Janessa Waite, who we did a design for Brooke's birthday, and I saw that she had these lists posts on her Instagram, I was like, that would make a cool shirt. And that would make it me like, it would just be like extra special to me because that's literally what I started walking love for was to remind mm-hmm. people. And so the shirt says five things to remember, and there's literally a list. Um, And so we're going to go through these one at a time. I'm going to read them all first, and then we're going to kind of just go through them and talk about each point individually. So it says five things to remember. And again, if you want to see this, go to the notes, and there will be a wallpaper for your phone. God hears my prayers. Number two, I am not alone. Number three, my voice is valuable. Number four, I have a powerful destiny. And number five, nothing is impossible with God. So it literally is a reminder on your shirt. And I honestly think this will be one of the best conversation starters ever because people will want to know because five things to remember is pretty you can see it, read it pretty well even from a distance I think and I think people will want to know and say what What are the five things I need to remember and that will be just a great conversation for you just to talk about a great God yeah. so number one, <clears throat> God hears my prayers anything to say about that my love
1: <laughs> my love Um, I think what stands out for me, about that is, I mean, first of all, I agree with and believe in all Absolutely. of these things. Yep. I believe they are true in my life. I believe they are true in your life.
0: Full disclosure: I speak them. Brooke had a rough people. night putting the girls to bed.
1: <laughs> I did.
0: So she seems a little low energy right now. I'm a little low energy, because, and I also
1: am like, I'm so like snotty, and yeah. my my cough is kind of bad.
0: So her tone does not reflect <laughs> her. Belief in these things. Yes, that is a lesson that I am learning mm, in yes. twenty nineteen. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Brook's tone.
1: We've, but I've. You actually, I would say, struggle with tone more, but in a, mm, in in a, a different in the other way. way. Like you think like I'm, you're very firm. Yeah, and I'm like whoa.
0: whoa, TJ's mad. <laughs>
1: but um,
0: nines on the enneagram are the most exhausted number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah.
0: So, any sort of like. Do you, now I'm going to make you think on the spot.
1: Yeah, okay. Do you
0: have any sort of crazy prayer request that you feel like God has answered specifically in your life?
1: Um something that I I prayed for very actively and asked other people to pray for and I kind of felt silly doing that was that when we had when I had Sunny that she would nurse. Right. Like I remember a couple women in my life when I was pregnant with her saying like I am praying for that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um because June didn't. Right. June did not nurse. It was a whole big thing. Um lots of tears. And so I just felt like, man, however sunny comes out, so be it. But if she could nurse, that would make everything from that point on so much easier. Um, and she did. She was fantastic. Yep. She was she was a champ. Yeah. So I I very I felt like that was a very real
0: right. prayer that yeah. was
1: answered. Um, but speaking of nursing in that time in my life when Sunny was that little. Um, I'd actually written a post about this. Just about how like sometimes I forget to actually ask for help in a prayer. And when mm-hmm. I was so tired with Sunny being so little and not sleeping great and all those things, I would just like <clears throat> I found myself really praying almost in like a Genie Jesus sort of way, like Lord, please make her stop crying. Like I, I was, I was praying for her and over her in sort of a demanding way. Right. <laughs> make her be quiet. Please let her <laughs> shut stop. her up. Yeah, like you know. things Although like,
0: we're Christian, so we never say shut up. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a, was not. that a bad word in your house? Um, shut up was a bear. Like there was a shut up jar in our house. Whoa. Yeah. See? I mean, I don't
1: think we were allowed to say it. Like I, don't, I don't remember saying it. Right. Um,
0: Total side note.
1: But. Yeah. Like we, I think I could say like shut up in right. like
0: a. Like a funny way. Like
1: that, but I don't think I could have like told my brother to shut up. Right. Um, I
0: even feel weird just hearing you say it. I'm like, oh man.
1: Yeah. Brooks? Should we delete this and start yeah, over? Yeah, probably. Um, little do we know, we have, we're not recording this. Oh, all
0: should that? Um, light <laughs> be red?
1: <laughs> but yeah. So uh, one of the lessons I learned is that I wasn't praying in, in that, time i wasn't i wasn't asking for like my sleep to be the most fulfilling and restful it could be i wasn't asking or praying for or seeking energy for myself or strength for myself or anything like i was was sort of like displacing it to be like no you all fix yourselves instead of like asking for this those that strength for myself Mm -hmm. um and so my prayers then were very short and I actually it was, there was actually a book that kind of encouraged me to be okay with that style of prayer. It was called five word prayers. Mm-hmm. We can link it cause I don't know the woman's name who wrote it. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was things like Lord help me now. That's only four. Shoot. Right. Like, there was, apparently there was right. another word in there. Please, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're missing a word,
1: Brooke. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I just, like, I think I've, I've always felt like prayers need to be this, like, longer conversation right. thing. And yeah. like, and they do. Like, that that's great. Right. But, like, when I was that tired and that desperate, right. um, I found a lot of relief and um, peace just in praying these shorter prayers that really got right to the point. Mm-hmm. And I sort of just prayed them over and over and over and over and over. And
0: do you feel like that helped you believe one of the number one thing to remember on this list that got here like, yeah, did that help I do. kind of come full circle? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you've told me that story, but every time you tell me, I think it's really cool.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: For me, I mean, we're in October and we've paid all of our bills and yeah. we have money in our bank account. Yeah. And yeah, that's been my prayer all year long. Cause we said goodbye to our, our income and, we didn't really know where we were going. And so that's been a prayer, just that finances would be more secure mm-hmm. and also that they just wouldn't stress me out as much because that's yeah, been true in the twofold. past. Like like I'm okay with living on a budget, but I used to wear that stress very actively and yes. like, oh, what was me. And can't yeah. do this. We can't do this. We can't do this. Um, and so I feel like God has heard those prayers and answered those prayers this year for me, which has been very fulfilling. Um, I grew up... My dad was a missionary, so we lived on support, and so we weren't wealthy by any means, Um, and I can tell some funny stories about that, but I just remember them always just being so adamant that God would provide, and they would always pray that over our family, and you know, we were never that hungry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, my dad made some weird food, (laughs) so hunger was more of a choice, but I just... I feel like living off support has helped me realize that God provides for us mm-hmm. and we just need to ask for that provision. Yeah. And it might not always be extravagant or glamorous or fun, but it comes and mm-hmm. it comes usually in, in through him and through others that follow him. So yeah. uh, God hears my prayers And number one. Number two is I'm not alone. So this is kind of what I was talking about earlier about this trip, that I kind of have this imposter syndrome where I don't feel like I belong. I feel like... I'm not quite there like everyone else is. And so for me, that, 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 uh, reflects in feeling lonely, like that, that, uh, yeah. I'm totally blanking on the word, but I feel alone a lot and yeah. I, and, and I'll even find myself pursuing loneliness as like, a, I don't belong. I should just be by myself. I shouldn't even try. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really is a struggle for me. Um,
1: Do you feel like it was always that way?
0: Yeah, because, like, I was super into emo music and, like, I I don't (laughs) know. Sad white guy music. Yeah, and I just feel like I've never been the best at anything. Like, Mm -hmm. so, like, like I ran, like, sports. I played baseball. I played soccer. I wrestled. I ran cross country. I ran track. And I was never the best Mm -hmm. at any of those. Mm -hmm. I was good at some of them. I was good at a lot of them. But I was never the best. And so... I always kind of felt like an imposter, like I didn't belong because you could name people better than me or there were even people on the team better than me. And I, and that just like I don't know if that that I you know, it's just a lie that the devil told me that I didn't belong. Yeah. You know, and so I would like wear that not as a badge of honor but like that would hurt. Like that would just like you know, I you know, but then I would try to balance that out with like being Mr. Fun, happy, super fun, you know, excited. (laughs) And that was just like sort of Mr. Fun, happy, Mr. Fun, super excited, obviously. Uh, And that was just like, I feel like sort of a mask that I would wear. And then the loneliness would come back when I took that mask off. And it wasn't really until like getting married to you and understanding that like you love me regardless of if I'm the best or not, that I've really felt like I'm not alone, although it does creep in from time to time. Like, it crept in this year for that group. I was just like, I do not belong here. Yeah, Um, And that's where I would feel like it manifests uh, in my life. Um, But I've been working through that, and I feel like I've gotten freedom from that a lot recently. But I just feel like it'll come back to, like, I'll be like, "Ah, I don't want to do any, like, or I'll think about something that I want to do for fun, and I'll talk myself out of it because I'll be like, no one wants to do that with me, Mm -hmm. Um, which is hard. You know, and I really have to like. Brooke will have to push me. No, you go do that. Go call yeah. that person. Do that thing. Yeah. Um. Like, I just got invited to a, to a group, and I I'm I got the text, and I'm like, uh, I'm already thinking of reasons I could get out of this. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it might be one of the best things for me. Right. So. Yeah. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think you know I am not alone. I I that's not necessarily something I feel like I you know I have like maybe like specific instances from like high school and like right. mean girls or like, you know, things like that. But I don't, I, I never think about them. I don't, right. you know, that was just like an in the moment thing. But do
0: you also like being alone.
1: <clears throat> I do. I love being alone. <laughs> Suddenly I'm awake. <laughs> I have so many things to say. I've really thought about this. Um, I'll just say that I, I think that, and and we've touched on this a little bit, that like casting your cares that we should be casting our cares on Jesus and not on social media. Yeah. You know, that's a whole episode, the well, one was, right before. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Peace be with you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it released while we were in California. So okay. It's, yes. Really hype um, it up.
1: And so what, what I'm trying to get at is that I found, like, when when, when we told the birth stories of our two girls— Um,
0: Courage over fear.
1: Right. On that podcast, I got so many messages and texts and DMs and stuff just saying, like, this was amazing. I had no, you know, I went through the same thing. Uh, This is going to help so many people not feel alone. Like, I didn't know, you know. So so funny because a couple of them were like, I didn't know you'd gone through this. And I'm like, of course not. Like, where would I share that? Like, you know, but so I guess my encouragement would be, It's sort of twofold that like if you feel like well I shouldn't say if you feel your story is worth telling right it is we're getting there that's what it all ties in
0: whoa Whoa. (laughs) Um, something's happening
1: yeah but I don't know I think we have a lot of power especially in social media and things like that in telling our story and helping other people not feel alone right and I think that's very different than like woe is me complaining on the internet and hoping people jump on and go, Oh, I feel the same way. Like your life is the worst. Right. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about genuinely sharing something on whatever platform that might be. Maybe that's you just having the courage to speak up in small group or something in person.
0: Or talk to a neighbor.
1: Yeah. Actually talk
0: to a neighbor. Um, (laughs) And that leads into number three on this list and number four, I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, my voice is valuable. And so that's kind of probably what I was feeling um, when I came to this this group that I was in, we were in this year, yeah. was like, oh, these people have more followers. They have TV shows. They've written books. They're super successful. Why does it matter what I have to say? You know, like we always value ourselves based on the value of others. And that's just backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me this year, it's been learning that like, I'm going to grow the business that I want to the size that's right for me. That might not be right for everybody, Yeah. but that's going to be my voice and that's going to be my story and that's going to be valuable. Yeah. And it has been valuable to people in the group. They've said, you know, I, I like how you actively choose simplicity because mm-hmm. that, that it just makes everything seem so easy for you. And it's not easy, but like I know what we want and I know what we're going to do. And so like saying yes or no is super easy for Brooke and I. Um, but I could have just, I could have avoided all that and thinking my voice isn't as valuable as everybody else in this group because they all have a bigger reach. Right. Um, and I think the internet has sort of highlighted that. Like we compare our lives to everybody all the time in everything. Whether we
1: realize we're doing yep, it or not. We're looking at yeah.
0: thousands of photos a week or hundreds of photos a week Ugh. or whatever, million, whatever. Yeah. And, and so sure the
1: statistic is alarming.
0: And so we see, you know, uh, there's pastors that talk about it. it's like we're seeing a highlight reel and comparing it to our you know, three a.m. wake up call with a crying baby you know throwing up on us and we're like oh this mom <laughs> looks beautiful and all her kids are so dressed well you know and I think that is encouraging to like know like always consider it a highlight reel because that's exactly what it is yeah Instagram um but then to not compare your reach with your value because whether you have a hundred followers or a million followers. Your voice is valuable because the Lord has changed your life and whoever's life he changes is val- is a valuable asset in bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth and advancing God's plan on earth. Yeah. And so don't ever count yourself short because you have value and that voice, that, you, that testimony of yours is value. Even if you grew up in this super Christian home like Brooke and me, and Brooke never did anything wrong, and she was a perfect kid, and she just like was just always good. Totally and I was a train wreck of disasters and shoplifting and all this stuff. <laughs> uh, that doesn't make my testimony more valuable than Brooke's. Yeah, um, we both have a valuable story to share. As long as, and I feel like, as long as that story is pointing people towards Christ, yeah. I think a lot of people's stories now point to themselves um, because of the internet. And so, if we're pointing it to Christ. It's going to be valuable.
1: Yeah. Two things. One, we actually shared our testimonies as part of our wedding ceremony.
0: Whoa. Which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. I,
1: I've i been to a lot of weddings. A lot. And I don't know if I've ever seen anybody else do that. We made a video.
0: Cutting edge, babe. Yeah, man. Cutting edge. You are so cool.
1: <laughs> no, the other thing I was going to say is is don't, don't, like, I just wanted to backtrack to what you were saying. Um your your voice or your story isn't only worth sharing on social media. Exactly. You know, because you're like 100 followers or a million. Yeah. Like, that's true. But like, you know, in your home, with your family, with right. your coworkers, you know.
0: Yeah, Jesus shared it with thousands.
1: Wherever you are, and, even if you're alone. Like, yeah. don't talk yourself out of it, you know, when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't talk to yourself. That's a little creepy. but it might be a
0: little weird. But yeah, like Jesus shared with thousands of people. Yeah. And then he had his 12 homies. Yep. And even he had even more than that, like, cause he had 12 disciples, but there's like stories of sending out more adamant followers of him, right. like less than a thousand, but not, not down to 12. And then Again, within the 12, is hard. and then within the 12, he had his three, his three BFFs. Yeah. And so like share your, your voice is valuable, whether it's thousands, whether mm-hmm. it's 12 or whether it's three or two or one or just your kids, mm-hmm. you know, we have such influence over our children and I think oftentimes we feel like staying at home or just watching the kids is invaluable time spent because it's not glamorous by any means or it's not fun sometimes, but it is valuable. Uh, number four on the list is I have a powerful destiny. And uh, that one, Brooke, actually, right before we started, said she has the hardest time connecting with. Why? Why did you say that? Yeah,
1: I just... I believe that wholeheartedly. I guess it's destiny.
0: Feels mm, like you're gonna like hold a sword on top of a mountain and be like, "Yes, let's fight for honor, yeah, for the king."
1: (laughs) But seriously, right? And then I say that, and you're like, "All right, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah." He is the king.
1: Walk away, like, (laughs) um, yeah. I just don't think it is a. It's not an actual phrase. I say much, right? um, But I would like it to be
0: and it's not a phrase that we've been instilled with. Culture doesn't talk about our destiny. Mm. It talks about our achievements and what we're doing right now today in this moment. What grades you got? How well you did on that test? And to me that's not like to me destiny is forward thinking. Yeah. Like the you know my destiny is to to be with the Lord forever and ever. And that's powerful and that gives me power now. Right, And I'm kind of unpacking this as I'm talking about Mm -hmm. it. But that, to me, is like destiny is such an epic word. It makes me feel like I'm going to travel to Mordor and (laughs) find, I don't know, whatever you find at Mordor or like, you know, battle the empire in Star Wars or like what? Like it just sounds epic. And that doesn't really feel like our lives when we're folding laundry or cleaning up the dishes. But I think. If we had that in our mind, like if, like Brooke said, if we're saying it more often, I think it would empower us with boldness to go chase more of that destiny. Yeah.
1: Like, what if that was something we spoke over our children, right. like
0: audibly? Yeah. Like, You have like a powerful what? destiny, June. You have a yeah. powerful destiny, son. And
1: not yeah, oh like my gosh, not all the time, emotional. but just like, you know, I remember certain phrases my parents right. said. Like you, you, you remember those little. Takeaways, or
0: and what if we spoke it over each other? Like, what if we told each other that, you know, in our
1: I think it would I think it would change, I think it would change our perspective, I
0: think it would mm-hmm. change our
1: mindset about certain things. It gives
0: you an eternal perspective, a little yeah. bit, just yeah. in that phrase. So that's really cool. Um, something that we didn't talk about is my voice is valuable. Is Brooke has had voice surgeries, mm, yeah. and we. Almost talked about it in this episode, but like it's such an awesome story, and there's so much to talk about there. Yeah, that we're just going to save it for maybe after this release when we're just like talking about other topics. So yeah. if you guys felt like, man, where was the segue into Brooke's voice? <laughs> we thought about it, but we're just going to save it because there's a lot there, and and I just want it to give. I want to give that story its full yeah due.
1: It's full destiny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last, the number five on this list says nothing is impossible with God.
1: Mm. And
0: I would say that's a hard thing to believe sometimes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um <clears throat> Because we don't have an internal mindset. And so I think we're often thinking of like, well, A plus B needs to equal C. And when it doesn't, that means God didn't come through.
1: Right. Well, I was, ju- I was just thinking like, I think probably just as humans, I don't know, you know, we... We read that or see that nothing is impossible with God, and that equates to everything will happen the way I want it to with right. God. Yes, because I almost just said everything will happen with God, but that's still kind of true. But like you know,
0: it's like genie God. Yeah, turn, it's it's back to turn that, turn that genie that Jesus sort of, of on, just like on its head. yeah,
1: you know. it's So sort of like the phrase "faith can move mountains," right? You know, and you're like, well, yeah, it can absolutely, and I believe that, and I will pray that, and I will speak that over people, but the mountain doesn't always move. Like it it might, you know, but faith can still move. It's it's back to that both. And like, again, you know, so nothing is impossible with God. Absolutely. But I don't think, I don't
0: think. It doesn't mean everything's going to happen the way we want want it to. Yes, And I think sometimes that's the way we look at that phrase. Nothing is impossible. So nothing is impossible. That means God is going to fill my bank account with money. And when it doesn't, oh, I guess that was impossible for him. And you're just like, <laughs> eh, I don't know. He's not a slot machine. Um, but I've seen God move in my life personally in magnificent ways, incredible ways, ways that I can't even describe, ways that I can't put into words. Um, and so I believe that. And I have to keep believing that because, like we've, we've talked about, I think in the last and the courage over fear episode, is like, I remember the lion and the bear like King David, he fought the lion and he fought the bear and he was victorious. So when he went up against Goliath, he thought, yeah, I can do this. God is with me. He was with me then. He's going to be with me now. And so I think that is just like a proactive faith to believe that, that like, we're going to say grace, grace over this and we're going to believe that God can come through in his time for his goodness and we're going to to accept that and we're going to pour all the glory back upon him and that's going to give our voice value and that's Mm -hmm. going to speak into our powerful destiny because God hears our prayers and we're not alone. And I think that what this list does is it kind of circles around itself. Like it's not, it does, they all connect. Yeah. And that's what <clears throat> I think she's, she's done it. Janessa's has done a bunch of lists, but this one is the one that I like really connected with because I think it has parts of it that like, I really need personally, like, mm-hmm. and then there's parts where I feel like I'm pretty strong in and then once I start thinking about them collectively together, I think like, oh man, if I, if I do think that my voice is valuable, and I feel like that's a lesson I've learned this year, then why would I believe then that I'm alone? Right, right. Like, and, yeah. yeah. And so they yeah. kind of circle each other, and they they come together. And that's the great thing about following Jesus is like, once you once you gain a nugget of wisdom from him, it like percolates through your whole life mm-hmm. and your whole heart. And you just like, it just opens your eyes more and more that you want more and more. And then you go back and, and everything just connects and it's just amazing. And, and that's why I like listening to pastors who like are like, well, this says this in this verse and like, look back here. And this is what it means in Greek. And you're like, Oh, my mind is blown. God is <laughs> <it's> amazing. <laughs> um, And so I hope that this shirt and this, this phrase and this wallpaper or sweatshirt, or whatever however you consume it um, encourages you the way that it encourages me and that when you look down on it you see sort of that like full circle effect of these five things to remember and they impact your life in a positive way that speaks to the powerful destiny that you have as a follower of Jesus Mm. Um, so yeah so thank you for listening we got a few quick announcements that we want to make sure that you listen to so podcast people please listen to this we are going to, re- we're we're saying that collection releases on November 1st, which is true, yeah. but we're, because we don't want to stay up until midnight, we're actually going to release it on the 31st at 9 p.m. So, but we're not going to really post that anywhere. So we're just going to give podcasters like the first look at it. Yeah. And then we're also giving you guys an extra 5% off coupon. So use the code, you want to use the code destiny. What? for 15% off instead of the 10% off codes that are floating around there because like we've said over and over again the people that listen to this podcast just you guys just mean the world to us like we know mm-hmm. that you go out of your way to subscribe and listen and you find time in your day and we really want to make sure that you appre- that you know that we really appreciate you. Yeah. Um so yeah. So as always it would be great if you like, shared, subscribed, commented Um, leaving reviews really helps us kind of rise in the rankings, which is always cool to see ourselves on the charts. Um, because we actually have ourselves in the society and culture charts, Mm -hmm. not the religion charts, because we want to sort of impact that world. Because I think someone might stumble across us there that would never click on a religious podcast Mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, it would change them. Um, anything to add Brooke before we go, this is a long one. We're at 46 minutes. Bonus time. (laughs)
1: No, I don't have anything to add, but I'm very excited about this. Yeah, the
0: collection is really cool. This design. Um, This design is really powerful and has really made an impact on us as we've just, honestly, it's made an impact even now just unpacking it as we look at it, uh, which is really cool. So I think that's it. Yep. Okay. I love love you. Bye. bye. (laughs)